0: What's up? It's Aiden Jones. you listen to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 14th of April 2020. How much, how fun was that? Was that fun? I'm recording this on video for the first time and I feel weird about it, so I don't know what you can do about that or what I can do about that. Fucking I'm looking at the camera. Look at that. Hello, hello, mate. I don't have the thing up on my screen. I don't want to be looking at myself, but I do have a mirror here. Mm. Oh, lovely bit of tea. I just um, I just went for a fucking drive to um, the house that Blake and I used to live in two years ago. We haven't lived there since May 2018.
1: Oh.
0: Um. Oh my God. Hello. Good morning, son. <laughs> just a big old fucking yawn there. Um. Yeah. I just went for a drive because we just got can't. I mean, we got a message. This just sounds stressful, doesn't it? We got an email from uh, the agency that said urgent attention. We have not received the completed bond form and bond transfer is still outstanding. Two, the landlord received a text message over the weekend advising the neighbours had intention to call the police over a disturbance at 150 Capel Street. That's where we used to live. I just gave away the address. Who cares? (laughs) Anyone want to go there? It's dirty as fuck and it stinks. Um, (laughs) The message indicated this is not the first occasion of such an incident. Please be advised, this is noted on record, and if we uh, receive further complaints, a breach notice will be issued accordingly. We advise you to complete the bond transfer form and send it back, completed by COB, 15th of April. It's fucking tomorrow. And it's just like... We haven't lived there in two years, and we haven't, like, ever transferred the bond. I don't know what... I don't know what fucking happened. Is it really that hard to leave a house? Like, when you... Like... We just, we were on a lease, and then we moved out, and I guess, like, the dude who still lives there didn't want to change the lease because he doesn't want to rock the boat because he feels like the house is in some precarious position, maybe, in terms of, like, they're continuing to be a lease. Maybe he thinks they're going to take the lease away. I don't fucking know. But we just never, the people who moved into our rooms never took over the lease. So we were still on the lease. And then there was some talk about having to pay money to get the lease changed. And we didn't want to do that. And I didn't have the money at the time, and nor did Blake. And so we just never did. And now it's been two years. And we, like, for for two fucking years have kept on getting, you know, email communications from the agency going like, Every now and then it'll be like, oh, this bill was late or this rent was late. And I always email them back and go, hey, well, we don't live there anymore. So that and, um, and it, you know, it just fucking... They, and then, and then they're always like, oh, well, then if you want to change, then here's the damn. It's like I've just for some reason it never got fucking done. And it's taken so fucking long. And every time... I wonder if everyone has that in there. When I got that email today, I was scared that it was going to reflect poorly on our personal records for like when we apply for leases in the future. Um, And I just fucking flipped out, man. <laughs> I just started yelling. I was like, this motherfucker always with this fucking shit. And, you know, throwing shit in the house. Um, it's not ideal, is it? I just don't know why... That fucking dude makes me so angry. I went there and I talked to him and we had a nice conversation. He's a nice dude to talk to, the guy who we used to live with. But just any, any moment when I realize that I have to deal with that dude, straight away, just I'm angry. I'm <laughs> There's no... <laughs> anytime. I think it's just the memories of how upset I was constantly at living in that house for the like a year and a bit that we lived there and um, the fact that it's still like lingering on even though it's not like really changing my life I just get an email every few months reminding me of it and that makes me angry and then it's (laughs) just all the feelings come back because that was a house man where I mean, fuck, I was doing this podcast when I was living there. There probably were some episodes of this podcast where I was fucking just yelling about that house. I remember my, my enduring memory of living at 150 Capel Street was walking around, taking the bins out, cleaning the kitchen, the bathroom, whatever it was, and just muttering to myself under my breath, thinking about this fucking guy that we lived with and just hating him. And, uh, and then anytime I have to deal with him, even though like the, in the moment dealing with him is nice, the, the, the moment when I realise that I'm about to have to, that brings back all that fucking anger and that's what, and then like, you know, I'm in this house now and Blake kind of understands, but then Liz is freaking out, thinks that, you know, it's about her and I'm like, it's fuck, I'm just like, why do I get so angry? Why do I need to yell? Some people get angry without yelling. Isn't that wild? And there are people out there who can just get angry and not yell at something. They're just, they're just, they're just so calm. I am angry now. I'm, they don't even say the word angry. I'm upset. I, <laughs> your actions have made me feel upset today. <laughs> imagine, imagine if that was how I let it out. I've been on this lease for two years and um, and I, I, I wish that I was not and it's partially my fault. I feel like it's also partially down to the evasiveness of uh, the other third party in this situation. And I would like to express my displeasure. <laughs> it's just so unsatisfying. It's much more satisfying to go, ah, fuck, throw a bit of paper on your bed, come on. That's what I did. I said, I just started. I just, we're still on the fucking cunty thing two fucking years later. We're there. (sighs) And then you scare people. Anyway, I just did that. Had a nice chat to him. It was a good chat. Went there and tried to, he stood kind of not too close, but like a bit close to me. And I was like finding myself backing away. I think he did know. He must have noticed that I like, backed away a couple steps from him, but still like, yes, I'm engaging in this conversation, but <laughs>
1: hello.
0: But um, yeah, we shouldn't be like standing next to each other right now. So I'm just going to keep talking. While... <laughs> I wonder how that would have felt for him. Someone talking to you while just slowly backing away. <laughs> oh, I think I was even angry on the way there in the car. Fuck yeah, my mood really changed, I drove there in uh, in Luca's car and on the way there I was driving down Royal Parade, which there's like two separate lanes in each direction, so there's like one and then a median strip and then another one and then the tram line and then the two lanes in the opposite, does that make sense? So you can be driving in the leftmost lane, but then veer, rather than just having a painted line, there's a whole median strip there. So you have to kind of veer in a gap in the median strip through to get into the other lane that's going in the same direction. And in my lane, I was in the left lane, there was like, the speed limit 60, there was a fucking van going 40, and that was annoying. And I was like getting worked up. It was like me and then another car and then the van. And the van was going 40 and I was like this motherfucker. I really thought about honking because I was just upset about this house thing and about having to, I went over, I drove to Bo's house and I gave him the forms that we needed to sign. We'd like lost a form for it. It was a whole fucking thing. It was a whole fucking morning of crap. Just take another sip of your tea, Aiden. <laughs> You're clearly upset. Upset, angry or upset? Displeased. <sighs> so I'm like me, the other car and then this van And uh, I started thinking about I, like what's the form for like are, Like are you allowed to If I had honked in that moment Does the car in front of me know that it's at the van Or do they think it's at them What's the radius, what's the the range of a honk maybe I thought maybe I honk it really long to let the guy in front of me know this isn't for you. Like, I'm letting it travel over him. <laughs> like, if I do a long honk, that's like, long range, brother. Saying about you. If anything, join in in the cacophony. We'll double up our, our you know, the strength of the horn and really let this fucking van cunt know. So that guy, and then he turned off from going 40. And then there was another, like, I stopped at some fucking lights. And then there was like a... Some flatbed truck from a garbage disposal company that wasn't a garbage truck. It was a flatbed and it had a couple wheelie bins in it. And then the car in front of that was maybe a van or something. And that was when I was like, I just, I'm still angry as fuck at this point. Thinking about this fucking house, just I'm like the forms on the passenger seat next to me, and I'm just fuming like, get me to this fucking cunt house so I can drop these fucking forms off to this stupid fucking cunt. Just all those feelings from two years ago, sloshing around, imagining just punching him in the face or, you know. Angry, not yelling. Listen to Triple R radio, not yelling. And, um, I change, I go across in the gap in the median strip into the inner lane, leave the outer lane, the light turns green. I go, the lady in the van that's at the front of the light, so it's like van at the front with this lady in and then the garbage disposal flatbed and then it was another car and then it was me. I veered into the lane, I'm now in front of everyone. I look back, the lady in her fucking van is on her phone at the lights. The light is green now and she's there for so long. And I am out of the situation now, but I'm still so fucking angry at this lady. I'm not even looking in my mirror. I'm driving and I, oh, no, 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 that's right. There was another red light, but I turn around rather than look in the mirror. I'm like, I want to look this bitch in the fucking face and see how long she waits at that green light before she realizes that she's just on her phone. I was angry at her I thought about beeping her Even though I'm in front now I'm at a different set of lights I genuinely was like If I beep and look at her I'm like Beep beep <laughs> Look back to she know I'm like I fucking caught you I caught you being a dick Fuck you And then I'm like oh, I'm turned around right now I can't see my lights And I just got it As it had turned green I probably missed like half a second So you know I'm a fuckhead too <laughs> Oh, man And then I got there And I got to where both lives Fuck, that's his name Damn it I'm not going to beep that out I don't care <laughs> <laughs> Hello oh, It's weird being filmed i got to get over that um, Yeah, I got to worry. <laughs> oh, I tried so hard to not say his name Damn it And Yeah um, and then, uh, and then we had a nice chat, and it was nice. <sighs> All the anger went away. I gave him the form. We stood there, chatted for a bit. Are you working? Nah, are you working? Nah. Cool. Talked about our lives, and, um, and then went on our merry ways. And as soon as I got back in my car, I was like, you know what? That guy's okay. <laughs> Which really says, doesn't it, that maybe the problem isn't with him, it's a problem that I have with myself and my inaction in a in situation. I there was definitely problems to do with him. Whatever. Anyway. That was a nice little dredging up of past feelings. Fuck, I can't wait till this is done, man. It should be by tonight. I called the agency and I called the, the lady who works for the agency who emailed us. Just to check what the deal was, if we're still, you know, culpable for this thing that's happened, if that's got to be a bad black mark on our names. <sighs> oh, mate. And um, she said, no, it's just on the on the lease rather than our names. And she said, our names should be off the lease within the next 24 hours. And I just said, thank God. Thank God for that, man. It's just been an ordeal. Been locked in the house of coronavirus, you know, the fucking social distancing for four weeks. Try being locked into a rental agreement for two years when you don't even live in the fucking house anymore. It's just as bad. I'm a victim. (sighs) I'm excited about Backyard Bitch this week. I've been playing piano. Piano. Um, I have been learning. I have this idea for the next backyard bitch episode. It's gonna be about. Um, I've been reading about green manure, which is not anything to do with poo. It's when you put um, old plants, you cut them up, and then leave them on your garden bed, and they, you know, waste away. And I don't know if it's called composting or if it's just rot, but whatever they, the stuff that's in them, which is, I think, a lot of uh. Uh, what's the one? Not potassium. It's potassium. Nitrogen, I reckon. Hiccup. Uh, a lot of nitrogen goes into the soil, whatever. I don't know. It helps with fucking soil somehow. Um, And I pulled out my tomato plants, which were the first plants that I planted back in November. And that was kind of what got me started on this whole gardening obsession that I'm on right now. And... Um, I uh, they you know, I took that's to, I took pictures of them every day when they were growing, so there's like a you know I can do a montage of that. And uh, I also got video of me pulling them out of the ground because all of the tomatoes that I got and I made pasta with it and whatever and it was nice. But they stopped, and uh, evidently tomatoes are a thing that just go for like one year as their life cycle. So you pull them out when they're done fruiting. And um, I did that to free up the garden bed, and it was quite sad. I was, like, attached to him, you know? I watched these things grow, and it was the first things and whatever, so I thought it would be funny to set that to... I don't know if you know... Oh, that's the song for this week. Yes. I don't know if you know the song from Toy Story 2. Um, when she loved me, when somebody loved me, everything was beautiful. Every hour we spent together lived within my heart. God, I wish I could sing. I'm just another good singer. come like ah. Oh, oh, maybe I've got a good voice sometimes. Oh, maybe I can do it, but it just didn't come together then. I didn't have my. Di- I wasn't supporting my diaphragm. That's what the problem was. Anyway, I've decided with that song. I always have this thing where, like, I don't want to put songs that are copyrighted on my videos in case they don't get accepted onto YouTube, and then I don't want to change it, you know, so I might as well just in my head create it without using anyone else's music, but I've learned the song on piano, and I want to play it and sing it, and then I want to have this montage, it's like such a sad song, when she loved me, like it's, you know, all sad, <laughs> it's really the saddest song there is, Um Other than my kid's dead and all of his friends are too. Now that's a sad song. (laughs) Oh, maybe I should play that (laughs) Maybe that's the song I should do to the montage. (laughs) It's... It's the tomatoes growing and growing and it's all very sweet and I play the piano and then the lyrics are just my kid's dead and all of his friends are too uh-huh. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. <sighs> Oh yeah, that'd be a sad song. Um, What was I talking about? Yeah, I've made the fucking thing. So I've learned the song. So I've, I'm going to make the montage of the song. Make the montage of the tomato plants growing and then me pulling them out and it being all sad and I'm going to have that as the main picture and then a little one in the corner is going to be video of me playing and singing that song. So it's like, you, whatever, you fucking get it. You get it. It's gonna be good. That's the next episode of Backyard Bitch. And I wanna learn a bit about green manure so I can talk about it. That's what I gotta to do today. I gotta to learn about green manure. And uh talk about it a bit, so I'll like introduce it. I'm just I'm enjoying these videos, man. I'm not enjoying them actually. That's a lie. I am I like that I'm doing them. I've just been thinking, like yesterday I was thinking about, you know, if stand up doesn't go back for Six months. What am I going to do for six months? Am I just going to sit around waiting for comedy to come back? You know, or am I going to try and find a new thing that, when comedy does come back, will complement comedy? Like, if I could actually make, if I could get some sort of following on YouTube with these videos, if I could figure out, I think the main problem right now isn't the content. The content is whatever. I looked up some fucking YouTubers that have heaps of that. Their content. Some of it's good, some of it I hate. And that's the thing is I guess it's for everyone. There's all bunches of different stuff, you know. You can have garbage content but market it well and whatever. My problem isn't the content, I don't think. It's the fact that no one's finding it. And if no one's finding it, then, you know, the people who are going to like it aren't going to see it. And I think someone would like it. Is that an arrogant thing to say? I have to believe that someone would like it. I like it. I think it's funny. Mm. And enough of my like fucking few friends who watch it Are like yeah this is good To convince me like okay I need to figure out how to get this in front of more people And uh, that's what I'm trying to learn Now yesterday I was like I want to do this I want to try and learn a bit about YouTube Understand how it works Learn how to promote videos Whether I need to spend money on ads Or if I need to I, th- I do need to be posting regularly That's a thing I thought maybe Fridays, maybe if I do the podcast on Tuesday and video the podcast as well and then Backyard Bitch on Fridays and just be constantly posting two videos a week and the Backyard Bitch stuff, make it a little bit more pivoted towards an instructional gardening show. So every week, the video that I post is a genuine instruction on something. It's genuinely like... This is how you do this and call. don't call the video backyard bitch. It's still whatever but I'll call the video something like how to and then this thing and then when they click on the video, it's a bit of me explaining how to do that thing but then you get to see that like, hey, I'm a funny guy. God, I hate talking about it in this kind of terms. It feels uncomfortable but this is what I'm trying to do. Make it so that I've got this video and it's me teaching someone how to do one specific thing in the garden and that's the title of the video and I'm like being funny while doing it and then the second half of the video is me answering a question from someone about how to do that thing and hopefully <clears throat> hopefully I can um, put up a few of those I've got to find out whether swearing is a thing on YouTube like how much swearing impacts you know the algorithm or whatever, this is a thing, I'm going to learn, I'm excited to learn and maybe if I can do that for like six months, you know, maybe I can start getting a few fucking subscribers, imagine if I could get one subscriber a week for six months, that's 28, is it 28, 26 subscribers, 26 new subscribers, I don't fucking know, I don't know but I'm going to try and do it. And then when stand-up goes back, if I've been doing this for six months, I keep doing it. Maybe I do it for a year, maybe two years. Who knows? Just keep going. And uh, and then it's like, all right, well, I've, fucking, I've got people watching my shit now. And then I can go, hey, everyone cut like that. I've, I went on this YouTube thing. I'm gesturing to the laptop now. It's a different dynamic with a video, isn't it? I don't know why I like to do that. Um for those listening at home, I just flicked my tongue out. <laughs> um, yeah, I went on this uh, thing on YouTube. It's like uh, they like want to teach you how to be a business and use you YouTube as a business or whatever. And um, one of their main things was like you need to know how to monetize your videos rather than just start making videos. And I think I'm uh, at a big advantage there because I know how to monetize my videos. The way I want to monetize my videos is I want to get people to come to my stand-up shows. And my stand-up is good. I know that it's good already. So once people come there, that's the thing that I actually want to do is the stand-up. The video is just... That's a way of getting those people there. Mm. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I want to talk about this thing that happened this week uh, that happened on Sunday. And this is... F- I wonder if I'll be able to tell this story well. Basically, I don't think I'm going to put this pod out on Tuesday morning, whenever you're listening to this, if you're listening to this and it came out later, sorry, but I'm about to explain why. So, this lady I've been seeing, uh, I, I quite like her, and I had this idea. On Thursday, we took acid, um, me and her together, and we were in the back, we were in the abandoned house at the back, and. Um, the guys were out there with us chilling and and like, you know, we had like a picnic rug and set up some candles around it as it got dark. And then at one point, like we took, me and her took acid and the other guys left. And I'd realized that they'd like left us there in this romantic place and it was really nice. And we just had a lovely evening together. It was really just, fuck, such a good time. Chatting shit, looking up at the stars, weeping, (laughs) just weeping. (laughs) <laughs> I've I met someone I really like And I can't stop crying <laughs> so, um, oh. so I had this idea That on Sunday The next time I saw her That was Thursday night Going into Friday day And we hung out Friday day And th- uh, Sunday I was like alright We kind of had like a loose plan At some point to go for a ride In the park Near my house She lives like two blocks away. It's near both of our houses. All right. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to set up another little spot. I went on Sunday. No, no, I went on on Friday night, rode myself out there and found a spot. I was like, okay, this looks like a decent spot. I kind of scoped out a tree that was far far enough away from the um, lights and the path that no one would see it when it was dark. And then on... uh, On Sunday, we're supposed to hang out. So I get a bunch of stuff together. I get some candles. I get uh, some flowers. I get some fairy lights that we have. And the rug again. And uh, a beer for her and a non-alcoholic beer for me because I'm a coward. And I ride out there. And we're supposed to hang out like, you know, she's doing uni work or whatever. But we're going to hang out later. So I go there just as it gets dark. And I set up this whole area. And it's fucking... Real nice. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this funny. And then I get back and um, she's like, oh, I've got a lot of work to do. And she starts, you know, basically she couldn't come. Eventually she had too much work to do. And she was like, you know, all the hanging out that we did on Thursday and Friday and just whatever, she has been putting it off. and, and, uh, And so she couldn't come. And she was like, let's reschedule for Tuesday. And I'm like, yeah, sure. In my head, I'm like, well, do I... I, I went and set all the stuff up And then I came back home And then she can When I was at home waiting for her Was when she fucking cancelled And so I had to go back To the park By myself And I'd like got the I bought the fucking flowers for her And I tied them with the fairy lights around the tree so that when we we were going to ride there together and I hadn't told her, I was just like, hey, I found a cool spot in the park and then we were going to ride there together and um, I was going to be like, yep, just come up here and then just race up there ahead of her, flick the lights on and have it be like there and she'd see the flowers and the place and be like, oh my God, that's so nice. And then I would be able to light the candles that I'd set up around the thing, and I don't know. We're just gonna sit there and and, and like drink the two beers that I got, <laughs> and that was it. And um, and then when she couldn't do it, I'm um, I'm at home, and uh, Liz and Blake are still not sure exactly what's going on. They're like, you know, are you gonna be out or? And I'm like, I'm not sure. And then when she told me, I was like, well, I gotta go out again. So I just walked out. And Blake goes, are you coming back? And I'm like, nah, she's not coming. And as I walked out the door, I just heard him go, brutal. (laughs) I just heard him say that after me and like, fuck, it was exactly that. It was brutal to go back there by myself and like, Pack up, pack up this fucking shrine, basically, is what it looked like. (laughs) Oh, God, it was a bummer, but I didn't tell her. And that's why I'm not putting the podcast out until later. It's because I'm not, um, I'm going to do it again tonight. I'm going to try and fucking, oh, God, it'd be so good if it didn't happen again. If for some reason it just couldn't happen again and I had to go pack it up again. Two for two But I can't tell her Because um, On uh, On Friday Blake Liz and I Walked around to a couple No Friday Thursday When was it Fucking whatever day it was I don't know One day we walked around To a few mates houses And um, Dropped them off Like Easter care packages Like chocolate eggs and stuff And uh, I had the idea to – it was Friday, that's right. And I had the idea to go around hers and give her because she'd also left a vape here on Friday. Um, And I spoiled that surprise. That was going to be a surprise but I fucking couldn't hold on to it and I ruined it. And so the Sunday thing was – it's like that's a surprise and I'm not letting that one go. So I had to not tell her what I'd done even when she was like, oh, I might be busy and I wanted to be like just – fucking come with me, I've set this thing up, I couldn't do that, I had to hold on to it, and I felt like I was really pitying myself for a bit, of course, Uh, I felt like a big old martyr to love, oh, look at how much I suffer, you know, and and I had this fucking song in my head, I've had this fucking, when she loved me, (laughs) <laughs> that's a that's a true thing that I'm uh, ashamed to admit. I had that song in my head cuz I've been learning to play it on piano and it's just like in my head so I'm p- <laughs> I'm packing up this fucking picnic rug and the and the candles and the flowers um the whole time just in my head going when
1: somebody love
0: me. <laughs> what a fucking loser, and um, I thought, should I just leave the flowers on her doorstep, and then it's like, no, because that, like, spoils the surprise, and I don't really want to bring them home, because that's embarrassing, because I hadn't told my housemates that I bought flowers either, that was going to be, like, just a thing, you know, I don't know, I don't want to be telling people, and I got her flowers, it's like, why do you need to tell people that, so uh, I didn't want to bring them home, and then the- <laughs> just have those guys look at me with more pity. So um, I rode home with them on my bike and I uh, left them on the doorstep of a random house. I was just riding down Brunswick Road and I saw a house with the gate open. I went that's the one just walked in, left the flowers on the doorstep and uh, I, don't know, I hope the person who finds those is um, wonders about that for a long long time. I do. I wonder what anyone would think. If you, if you found flowers, if you just opened your door to your house and there were flowers there, you would uh, take them. You'd ask your housemates or whoever it is that you live with, anyone expecting flowers. And um, either someone would uh, be smart and take credit for it or no one would take credit for it. And then you'd start asking friends and then you'd start coming up with theories Maybe you'd come up with the theory of something approaching what actually happened that, you know, you'd think that it was a sad story that someone, they were meant for someone else and then they were just left there. What else? Maybe you'd think a secret admirer. Um, I really hope that so. that's just like an unanswered, oh, maybe I should fucking, would that be a fun game to play then? To be like, hey... Maybe I just give them the link to this podcast and timestamp and just be like, look, if you want to know the story, (laughs) this is what happens. I just leave flowers on someone's doorstep and use it as a way to promote my podcast. (laughs) Oh, I'm a genius. This is why this marketing brain needs to be applied to YouTube, you know? (sighs) Anyway, that's the podcast for this week, guys. Thanks for listening here. Coming up next is the song... Uh, when she loved me uh, This has been Aidan Jones Sitting under a tree Peace
1: When somebody loved me Everything was beautiful Every hour we spent together lives within my heart and when she was sad i was there to dry her tears and when she was happy so was i when she like she used to do like she loved me when she loved me when somebody loved me everything was beautiful every hour we spent together lives within my heart when she